0: another episode of satisfying static hello hello i don't have housekeeping but i do have two announcements which i guess can be housekeeping one i picked up my medication today and it's the first time i've picked up generic vibance oh shit that's out now Yes, brand name Vivance was costing me approximately three hundred and fifty to three hundred and eighty-five dollars a month, depending on You're insane. <laughs> yeah, depending on what the good RX deal was, but it was never covered by my insurance, despite my my doctor doing a peer-to-peer multiple times and like whatever. And I was just like, fine, it's it's fine. It's a, it's a tax deduction because it's healthcare costs. So like even though it wasn't going towards my deductible because I was using a coupon card, I was at least getting something for it. But today I got to pick up the generic for a hundred and fifty dollars.
1: Holy crap, that is not Not a better price, but okay.
0: (laughs) Well, it's significantly better compared to what I was paying. I about cried tears of joy. Yeah. Because this goes through my insurance in such a way that this $150 counts towards my deductible. Okay. I don't think they've gotten to the part where they have been billed for my surgery because- If they had, I should have met and surpassed my deductible. And I still haven't seen a statement from anyone about my surgery. So I don't think that like the hospital I had it done at their billing department has like sent any of that yet. Okay. I think this is the only time I'm going to pay $150. And I think the next few times are going to be free because my deductible will have been met.
1: Well, that's very nice. I'm very excited for you for other people who can't afford that. Unfortunately, Adderall is still your alternative, your cheap alternative,
0: your cheaper alternative for sure. Retail it was so before insurance or whatever, it says on retail, it was 490 some odd dollars
1: ridiculous
0: yeah insurance at least knocked it down to 150 for me yeah but yeah the other thing i have to announce is uh china is taking their pandas back
1: yeah but i think we offered them their pandas back
0: it's a little bit of both so it sounds like we are not asking to renew because their pandas are very expensive to keep here like half a mil a year to rent them and then all these vet bills and like the super specific rules that they have, all this other stuff. But what I didn't know is that the DC pandas are going to be gone by December of this year. Ah, so you have very limited time. And I watch the DC pandas at work. They are my zen live stream. Oh no. And my life goal has been to see them in person genuinely and i didn't know that the san diego ones were taken away last year i had had that in our agenda to go to the san diego zoo when we came out in february that has to be struck now it's struck from the schedule oh no but so i'm panically texting olivia i'm like sweetie you know how important these pandas are to me like it's my life goal to like see these before they're gone i was like they're leaving in december and she's like okay so what's the plan i was like well thanksgiving weekend (laughs) oh god i'm off I was like, I work Thanksgiving Day, but then I'm off the day after, Saturday, Sunday. You have rehearsal on Sunday. So I propose that we drive down early Friday, stay, see it Saturday, drive back Saturday night, and then you have rehearsal Sunday.
1: How long's the drive?
0: It's an eight hour drive. <laughs> oh my God. And I love her so much. She did not bat an eye and was like, yeah, okay. We'll
1: do that. <laughs> She's like, we're driving eight hours to DC to see some pandas.
0: I was like, sweetie, thank you so much. And I think part of it is she feels guilty because I asked us to go to DC this last summer, like, as just a fun trip. And she was like, no, I don't want to go to DC. She's like, we will eventually, but I don't want to go right now. Okay. And now she's like, oh God, the pandas are leaving. Oh shit, we have to, she has to go. We have to take her. And I would have flown, but the airport the weekend after Thanksgiving is going to be absolutely insane. Yeah.
1: All the flying and flights and everything for that weekend are just going to be nuts. So I I, I don't, yeah.
0: I don't encourage that. <laughs> and I'm like, I have a really tough time with Amtrak. This is going to sound maybe ridiculous, but like the last three years, Amtrak has had a bunch of derailments and I'm like, I just don't trust rail. I don't trust US rail. That's
1: fair. I feel like that's pretty fair. There's been some recent train derailments as well that are like, were obviously very hazardous and those were not people. Those were industrial, industrial, but hey,
0: aren't those rail tracks shared? Yeah, no, exactly. And it's like our maintenance for rail is not great. Our maintenance for flight is excellent. We've had what, one major commercial airline incident in the last 10 years.
1: Is it? Because all I get on social media are videos of people like showing the Wheel falling off the plane as it's taking (laughs) off, or like a huge panel coming off of the inside, or like you know what I mean. Like I was just on a flight that had to be delayed by an hour and thirty minutes because the engine wouldn't start. So maintenance was on board forcing the engine to start. And at the end, they're like, "All right, well, maintenance told us to try again, so we're gonna try again and see if it goes." And the engine started, and then we took off. What the actual fuck? (laughs) But it flew and it didn't fall out of the sky. Barely, barely. We have two to
0: three. We have two to five years before they just start falling out of the sky. <laughs> they might, and that's that's been tough because <laughs> like Boeing's manufacturing has been all jacked up, and they need to roll out a new fleet, and they're having a tough time with the new fleet. So yes, I agree that air might not be the safest <laughs> moving forward, but statistically, it is safer than rail is right now for sure.
1: You know? Yeah, we're looking at historical facts. That's really interesting. There was a whole segment on Jimi- Jimmy Fallon about how some guy put duct tape on a Spirit Airlines wing before they took off. So I don't know that your point is super valid right now. I feel like all travel is dangerous.
0: Yeah, but like, <laughs> when was the last American death from a flight? 2009. Crash near Buffalo, New York, killing all 49 on board and a per and a person on the ground unlucky. Extremely. (laughs) The most recent plane crash in the USA that involved a major commercial airline was in 2019. How many emergency landings, though? Because those also make me nervous. Oh, yeah, but emergency landings happen all the time. Right. (laughs) Because well, that's because they so I told you this story, but I had like the is there any medical personnel on board situation. And this woman was just like lightheaded. And they were like, do we need to divert? Do we need to ground the plane? And I was like,
1: no oh i don't mean that kind of emergency landing i mean the ones where like the landing gear isn't working oh (laughs) where like you literally have to like pray that it doesn't skid into the ocean
0: like those yeah the most recent one has to be the lake hudson one right maybe i don't know the guy that had the movie made about him oh i don't know i keep seeing
1: ones on social media it's hard to tell when they were you know what i mean Oh my god. The one that Tom Hanks was the,
0: he was Sully or whatever.
1: Anyway, so you're not taking the train to DC. Got it. We're driving to DC to see the pandas. I'm excited for you. Can't wait for the recap.
0: Correct. So in the last two weeks, I have convinced Olivia to attend a hockey game in October, go to Disney World in October, (laughs) and then drive to DC in November.
1: (laughs) You guys have a busy couple of months coming up, huh?
0: We are going to be very busy. Yes, very busy. And I've gone back to work. Everything has been fine. Nice. Last night, I had an individual with a pretty bad fracture that needed to be reduced. So it needed to be pulled back into anatom- anatomical alignment, but I couldn't do it because I'm allowed to pull or push things right now. Uh, so I had to hunt somebody else in the department and go, I will- I'm will. i going to verbally walk you through all of this. I just need you to do the physical part. Oh my god. <laughs> and it was an orientee who doesn't like orthopedics anyway and i was like you can do this it's going to be fine it's going to be fine and she was like you got you made me do this because i don't like ortho i said yes i did but you're going to do this <laughs> it's going to be fine And she did great. It looks perfect.
1: Well, good. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. But I'm glad work is going well. Did anybody say like, hey, where have you been? How are you feeling? Or it was a lot of like nobody noticed.
0: A healthy mixture of both. One of the attending physicians I work with was like, where'd you go? I was like, (laughs) my boobs are plotting to kill me. So I cut them off. And she just went, oh, I was like, yeah, (laughs) that's what happened. I'm back. (laughs) nice and then some people that have been like like saw me and then looked confused and they're like god it's been a while since i've seen you like we all just thought you quit and i was like we all half <laughs> the department got me a gift for like my having surgery what, what do you mean we all did you did you only talk to the one half of the department that like didn't know i was gone yeah we all included three people <laughs> right i was like i also posted regular updates on social media of which i know all of you follow me on so like what are you talking about? whatever anyway it was fun
1: nice Okay, your yawning is making me not yawn. I'm extremely <laughs> exhausted today for no particular reason. I really was hoping to nap at right now. But unfortunately, we have this and then I have a dentist appointment and then I can
0: nap. Oh no. <laughs> I I'm having my garbage disposal replaced, so we had to bump our, our recording time to earlier. Yeah. Sorry. So but that's all right. But I'm waiting for this thing to load and then I'll and then I'll load our um our random word generator. Any other updates? boop beep boop.
1: None that I feel like sharing. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <sighs> I'm a little in my feels today for this episode. So my therapist bailed on me. Not bailed on me. She's getting married and I knew that but ADHD. I did not mark that on my calendar. So I was like, god damn it. My therapist forgot about me again. And the, oh, she's on her honeymoon.
0: Oh, so do you not did you not have uh, an actual session today? No, I didn't
1: have an actual session. I just decided to take an hour cry uh, before this <laughs> and then call it a day.
0: I mean, you might as well call that therapy, right? Like, I That's did, the same. I did,
1: yeah. I was like backup therapy. This is what we're calling it. <laughs> Oh my god. Hey, my therapist would actually be really proud of that cuz she's always encouraging me to feel my feelings instead of trying to like intellectualize them. So, you know, that's what I did today. She'll be re- she'll be super proud. Yeah. So proud. We
0: love a person that can feel the feelings.
1: It's hard to do, okay?
0: It genuinely it is
1: oh um i guess minor update i have a mouse in my house
0: no way
1: yeah way murray
0: what are you doing literally
1: can literally because it is his only job to freaking take care of the mouse situation and i had to leave the mouse and murray locked in here while i was in chicago because he I discovered the mouse like the night before I was leaving. So I was like, all right, Murray, you got like five days in here, locked in, do what you need to do. And I came home and the mouse had like eaten through some bagels and like made a mess. And I was like, ugh, but I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. And for days it was quiet. Like I cleaned up everything and it was super quiet for like a, a week almost. And then all of a sudden I'm fucking sitting here working. and you know what I hear? A mouse in my cabinets. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: No. Yes. No. I was like,
1: Murray, what the fuck? I was like, you, this is literally your only, I was so convinced Murray just like found this mouse and like ate it or I'm going to find a dead mouse at some point somewhere.
0: I was going to say they never eat it. They kill it. They play with it, but they never actually eat it.
1: I was like convinced. I was like, I don't know. This mouse is gone. No, it's just living in my freaking cabinets, which is why Murray was trying to get into the cabinets the other day
0: and does
1: nothing. He just sniffs and goes away.
0: He's hunting. It's a process. Useless. Are you going to get like a trap? Are you going to do like a live trap? I'm going to need to figure something out.
1: Yeah, because Marie is not the mouse trap I anticipated him to be. So, but yeah, I, I can't live with a mouse in my house. It's destroying
0: everything. It poops and pees all over my stuff. So no, it needs to go outside. The humanitarian in me says use a live trap. The realist in me says that live traps often don't work.
1: I was wondering that. I was also like, could I just leave like a trail of cheese to the door and just it'll just like run out? No.
0: No. They're nocturnal creatures in general. So like they only really travel in dark spaces. They can't see super well. They use like their little whiskers and their little nose to like travel. So if the cheese is too far apart, they won't follow it anyway, and it won't do it during the day. So like if you're trying to watch it happen at night, you'd be better off setting up like a trail cam. I it's just the fact that I know all of this about field mice and mice in general is weird, but snap traps honestly usually work the best. Glue traps, they suffer. Snap traps are quick and and relatively painless. Again, I, I advocate for a humanitarian trap, but in my personal experience, those have not worked as well as a snap trap.
1: All right. Well, we will see because I definitely don't want to kill it. I would rather capture and right. release it. Um, but also, I guess I could put Borax in the back of my cabinets and scare it away from hanging out in there and then let Murray do what he needs to do.
0: Yeah. the The other thing is that you're really going to want to check- Outside of your cupboards is underneath your stove. Oh
1: god, that's a good
0: call. Underneath your stove slash behind it is where mice often nest. Does Murray doesn't do kibble, does he? He
1: does.
0: Oh, so they will run into pet kibble and take it and hoard it and then eat off their hoard. Great. Again, personal experience. My mom's house. We had dogs. They they we literally were sitting in the living room, looked into the kitchen and saw a mouse run from underneath the the stove to the dog bowl, <laughs> grab the piece of kibble, and then run back underneath the stove. And so when we moved the stove out, we found an entire huge mouse nest. I mean, there was loads of stuff under there. They had eaten up and into this like bottom part of the stove because it's warm.
1: Oh my God. Yeah.
0: So I always tell people when, they, when they're concerned about mice, you have to pull your stove out.
1: Well, good to know. I will probably do that because I cannot figure out where I'm hearing it inside my cabinets. My guess, my My secret evil hope was that it found the hole in the cabinets and went into the walls and is now in my neighbor's house. But I heard it today, so it's still here. (laughs) But I can't figure out where it's living in my cabinets. But there are like little holes in the side of my cabinets that are definitely mouse sized where it can get in between so in between the cabinets and the walls i'm guessing that's where it's living right now because i keep hearing it like digging around in my cabinet somewhere and every time i open them i don't see anything i don't hear anything nothing's been touched
0: i'm not gonna lie i'd go full mousetrap i would take everything out of my cabinets put it into totes put the totes in the hallway leave all the cabinet doors open and then just wait <laughs> just wait <laughs> just be like all right here we go <laughs>
1: Oh my god. I can outlast
0: you, sucker. Oh,
1: that's actually a great idea. I'm I may do something like that. But yeah, Mur- Murray is not helping. Thanks, oh
0: God. Well, here we go. I don't have a good song. Da doo da 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 doo we have it. correspond or
1: correspond.
0: Cor- cor- yeah, <laughs> uh, I was trying to do correspond.
1: Cor- how do we? How correspond? We- oh, there we go. I was like, how do we mess up the end of the word?
0: <laughs> correspond. correspond. I'm sorry. You you corresponded me. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> correspond. Yeah, that just makes me think of like old timey letters, like like when people had to write letters. And and manage their correspondence.
0: I was gonna say, wouldn't wouldn't they end it
1: with like, please respond to this correspondence? I, I feel like that was just a more common word when when letters yeah. were a thing. They were like, oh, but that's telegrams. Te- telegrams. Oh yeah, how the hell does one of those work?
0: <laughs> a telegram or a telegraph? <laughs> No idea. Could you imagine walking into a store and being like, I have to send a telegraph? And they're like, okay, what do you have to say? And then having it be like,
1: <laughs> do, 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 Johnny shot Timmy. <laughs> do, 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 do. Wait, can you? Timmy found can you having. That? How fair.
0: <laughs> 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 Sally pregnant, panic ensues. And this poor guy is trying to, yeah, type dash all this yeah. out <laughs> to some receiver on the other end who's like, oh, shit, Timmy's dead. Oh, shit, Timmy was cheating. Oh, shit, Sally's pregnant. Right,
1: right. <laughs> Just like your business goes through seven different people before you reach it. <laughs>
0: Genuinely, how anyone kept any version of any secret back then is just fascinating to me. I feel like you absolutely And all these letters, they all kept all this physical evidence, right? Like, throw them away. Burn them. Why? All of you just keep these letters, uh, these trunks and trunks of letters. Just
1: their memories, okay? But yeah, that would be hilarious to... I mean, that must have been the most interesting and, like, annoying job to have back then. You're just like, yeah, let me just listen
0: to everybody's business all day long. Constantly. It's like... (laughs) Honestly, one of the jobs that I wish I like could have shadowed when I was a kid still didn't really exist when I was a kid, but the actual switchboard operators who like had oh, to literally yeah. answer a call, unplug it, and then plug it back in.
1: I thought I always thought that would be like an interesting job too, because like as the operator, I know there are times where you can stay on the line. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, because back then they would. Because you would literally in the middle of the call go, operator, I need you to do whatever through or patch me through or whatever. And they'd be on the call. They'd be like, excuse me, you have a – what's the word? A breakthrough. A breakthrough call. (laughs) Oh. And it would be somebody trying to break through to your line because it was an emergency. So they'd call the operator and go, it's an emergency. I need to break through. Well, they're on their line. I need you to break through. So they could break through.
1: (laughs) You know so much about call call operators that I don't, but <laughs> I just – all I can think of is like the Mad Men, if you ever watch that show, oh, where like mm-hmm, in their offices mm-hmm. they had like the call room and stuff and you would – like some of the girls would like stay on. I'd be like, oh my god, I would be so nosy. I would be in everybody's no, business. all the time. Constantly. Constantly. <laughs>
0: Mad Men is one of those shows that I started, got really into, and when it hit a lull, I, I fell off the wagon. Yeah,
1: me too. Me too. I like loved the first like three seasons or something, and then after that, it started to get a little like hard to follow.
0: Yeah, I don't know where I'm at season-wise, actually. That would be a good one to restart once I finish Friday Night Lights. I just shared a meme to my
1: Instagram stories about how when people say, like, oh, you should watch this movie, I'm like, yeah, I'll add it to the list. But there's never a list and I immediately forgot what you said me as soon as we stopped talking about
0: it. Yeah, I I also do that. I randomly started Friday Night Lights and I thought it would be funny the other day at work to they have like a saying in the locker room. It's like a, it's about a high school football team, and in the locker room they say, Clear Eyes, full heart, can't lose. And so before walking into this procedure, I was like, Clear eyes, full heart,
1: can't lose. Oh my <laughs> God, I didn't know you didn't.
0: And somebody from behind <laughs> me was like, The Dylan Panthers? I was like, <laughs>
1: How did I Lights. Like? Oh, my God. She was
0: like, what is this, 2006? Um, I was like, no. Come on.
1: No, we're just rewatching. What? My friend literally earlier today was like, I don't know if you used to watch Gilmore Girls back in the day, but mm-hmm. let me tell you. And she just proceeded to tell me about how like nostalgic and fall it is, like, it's so yeah. nice with the like weather getting cooler to like get cozy and watch The Gilmore Girls. I'm like, "Damn, we're going to have a lot of nostalgia shows coming up this season, huh?"
0: Yeah, it is. Fall is nostalgia season for sure.
1: It is tis yeah
0: correspondence immediately made me think of the movie major pain which i never okay. watched past childhood but it's got that quote in it where it's like we have a failure to communicate
1: oh is that where that quote comes from mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i've major never Major Payne. pain yeah. never
1: seen that movie yeah there's a lot of things that like are pop culture references that i just think are pop culture references <laughs> i'm not sure if the origin
0: they're just they're just meme things yeah they
1: just exist and i don't really care or know where they came from i just also repeat them but yeah there are there are things there have been things in the past where i where someone's been like where is that from i'm like i literally don't know let's look it up and it'll be like from a meme on tumblr and i'm like oh huh
0: (laughs) oh god tumblr the forgotten social media (laughs) the
1: forgotten social media yeah that's like the alt social media, okay? It's where you go when you're too cool for social media.
0: All right. That sounds like something Zanga would have said.
1: <laughs> and now it's Tumblr, <laughs> okay? <laughs> God. But Zanga, that's a name I haven't heard. Recently at work, someone brought up MySpace, and I was like, oh my God, MySpace. But Zanga's one I haven't heard in a while. Used to love my Zanga.
0: <laughs> was it Meanie that talked about it where a guy got caught having an affair from Pinterest? No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't remember I where I was reading it, but it was like this whole saga where this woman was like, I caught my husband cheating through Pinterest. He was literally corresponding with somebody, haha, through nice. Pinterest.
1: That was nice. That was that. Was and
0: meeting nice. up. I was like, did he look up DIY picnic table ID? Right. And then was like, let's message this author. And she was like, here's a nude photo of me. Like, how did this happen?
1: Right. So curious of the backstory there. But speaking of cheating and correspondence, I think it's so interesting nowadays how many ways people can cheat on you and the different ways you can be- have it like an inappropriate correspondence with someone that your partner will have like, would never know. Like, the fact that a lot of kids now communicate through their Notes app, so they're like, yeah, whatever, like, check my text, you're not going to find anything, because they're all talking back and forth in a note. What? Did you not know this? Surprise. No, I
0: did not know this.
1: Surprise for all the parents out there who check their kids' phones, you need to start checking their Notes app, too. (laughs) But, But, like, there's so many different ways to communicate with people, right? We have all these shared docs and stuff, and I knew for a while that Some kids would talk through like a shared Google doc. Sure. What's popular now is just doing that through your notes app. So you can have a shared note and you just type in it and the other person gets a notification when it's been updated and they just go in and type back.
0: Wow. This is fascinating. I immediately need to see Olivia's notes app. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So like- Ugh. it's just
1: so cringe, like interesting and cringe because like people with trust issues really like, I'm sorry, y'all are just gonna have to be in a rough spot right now because and then I saw Instagram is taking up changing its features. So you can select if everyone can see your likes or if it's just the person who's receiving them. So like if I go If I go on a like and commenting spree on bikini models, and my partner or whoever is nervous about that, if they look on those bikini model pictures, they're never going
0: to see my like or my comment. So a part of me hates that for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But a part of me loves that because- recently with the Drew Barrymore scandal, the six people that liked her post before she removed it. I don't, I I don't, I didn't hear the scandal. Oh, she posted about like, I'm so sorry, but I don't have any other option other than to put my show up like before she decided to take her show back down. Oh, and there was like six celebrities who'd liked it before she removed the post. Mm -hmm. And they screenshotted it and then went and roasted those people who liked the post. And then some people went back to the post and unliked it. So that you couldn't see that they had liked it anymore. And I'm like, are we really are we really throwing stones at liking a post?
1: Yes, we are. But that that we've been heading in that direction for a while. And my argument here would be if you don't if like stand behind your actions. Like I know it's the internet, but that doesn't mean those actions are meaningless. So like if you're going to let if you're gonna stand behind something by liking it, then you should probably expect that you might get backlash if that thing is
0: negative. I guess that's my that's my question. Are we considering a like an affirmation that we agree with what's being posted?
1: I would, like... Really? I would. You don't just,
0: like, see whatever's on whoever's feed that you follow and you just like it because their feed popped up? I
1: I used to... I feel like I'm in a habit
0: of, like, I double tap pretty quickly when I noticed somebody that I follow or, like, have engaged with.
1: I used to, but I stopped doing that when it became kind of an issue with TikTok, like, when when, like, that... I used to kind of just, like, like people's videos and stuff because like I followed them and I'm a supporter or whatever. But like if I didn't watch the video, if you don't watch the video all the way and you're just kind of like liking, it looks like a spam like, right? So I started to be a little bit more particular with my likes. And then also I know that depending on what I like will change my algorithm, right? So like I've started, I've also started to get pickier about my likes just because I don't want to see certain shit on my feed. I'm not interested in it. So even if I do like the video, I may hold back my like because I don't want to be fed more videos like that.
0: I think For me, likes on Instagram and TikTok for videos and posts, I did not consider to have that kind of weight. If we're going to assign it that level of weight, then yeah, sure, I agree with it being public information.
1: I think we just all need to get on the same page with that, right? Because I think right right now there are people like you and me who don't put a ton of weight behind Instagram likes because- yeah. We do carelessly, just kind of like whatever. But then there are people who put a significant amount of weight on Instagram likes because they don't hand out likes like that, and their mm. their likes are thought out or well intentioned or whatever. And so they assume everybody else f- functions like that too. We don't. So obviously, like you know, we're we, it's a conversation about perspective and usage, but. Right now, because it's the internet and everything's an extreme, everyone's like, oh, well, likes mean so much. Likes mean this. Likes mean that. Likes don't mean shit except
0: that my finger slipped. Well, also that. I think likes on comments should be considered an affirmation
1: that's fair yeah because you have to go out of your way
0: yeah and well that is a statement that you are very explicitly agreeing with whereas i think if somebody posts like a dump of 15 photos and i just liked it because i scrolled to the photos it doesn't necessarily mean i liked each individual photo right you know what i mean so it's like i think i think comment likes are free to be roast over an open spit but i think posts like should be thought of a little bit more critically
1: i yeah i mean i think it context matters right so like yeah
0: and i think the, i think you're right i think the room for error on a post is much easier i have accidentally double clicked something and then just haven't thought to go back and unclick it
1: literally yeah i do that all the time so like i agree plus like those platforms want the double tap right so they like make it really easy to like things even on Mm -hmm. accident because I've definitely accidentally liked things that I just meant to like mute the sound or pause or whatever
0: for sure I've accidentally shared stuff that way and I know that other people accidentally share stuff that way because I get flooded with inbox requests of people sharing videos to me that have nothing to do with me and I've messaged people about it before and been like yo what is this about and they're like I have no idea how this shared to you I am so sorry (laughs) Yeah, I've I've gotten
1: a few of those too, where people just hit the wrong face or something. And you're like, why am I fucking No, exactly
0: I've got I've got loads of them. But
1: yeah, so I I mean, I could see both sides of the argument for sure. But I think for us to be as like a society or culture or whatever to be canceling people because of likes, then we all need to share the same understanding of the impact of a like. And if we're not on the same page, then it's just rude and senseless to be calling out people for their social media likes.
0: Right. I think the likeliness of us getting on that same page is gonna be difficult. But then I look at us being on the same page about the word Riz. And I'm like, (laughs) well, if we can all agree about slang words, how can we not agree about the weight of a like?
1: Oh my God. I don't know that we're all on the same page about the word Riz. It's just we all understand the meaning.
0: Well, right. It's not that we like it, it's just that we all understand what it is that you're
1: saying when you're saying it. when you're saying it. Yeah. My favorite sound is still that like sound of Gen Z conversation where it's like, I forget what it starts, but it's like, what are the vibes? <laughs> it's like, honestly, mid.
0: <laughs> and then it's like Oh my god. You know that
1: one where it just uses all slang to have an entire conversation? I still <laughs> yeah. love that sound so much because if you're not a native English speaker or you're like haven't heard any of these words, that whole conversation is nonsense. But if you do know them, every step of that makes sense for the most part. Like there's only
0: literally, I watched it happen in real time. today. I was waiting to get my hair cut and my barber was talking to a so I get my haircut very close to a very large college campus okay and this was a college sophomore and he was trying to talk to him and he kept using like slang words and my barber is like in his late 50s early 60s and he's like what are you saying <laughs> he's, like, he's like what is that he's like he's like I drive a Tesla I have an Apple watch I'm pretty hip I'm pretty with him I don't know what you're I don't know what you're saying right now
1: <laughs> oh my god That's so fun. I'm pretty hip. I'm pretty with it. I don't know what you're saying.
0: Well, and then he looks to me and he's like, do you understand? I was like, all I heard was something, something slay. That's all I heard. I I was like, and slay means cool, I think, or good job. It can mean either of those things. It can
1: mean a few things depending on context, but yeah, yeah. Um, No, it's just so funny because like, I don't know, it's an interesting topic to me because like I I think linguistics in general is just interesting and that's what this is. Slang isn't new. Young people using slang is not new. That all has happened throughout our existence as human beings. But what is new and a little bit different here is that our slang and youth culture lives online. So it's really Mm -hmm. easily accessible to anyone who wants to go look for it. Whereas like in past like centuries, right? The kids would be walking around saying slang or whatever, but like they would only be passing it around with each other not necessarily like as broad as it is. And so like Gen Z has created this whole new language this new lingo that like kind of spawned online and the thing is though if you're also like of that age but you don't spend a lot of time online you're you're gonna get left out because you're gonna start using words that your friends are using but you're not sure why you're using
0: them i yeah i just read a post uh, about a fifth grader parent of a fifth grader and she's like my kid is super upset because he can't make friends because all his friends talk about are youtube roblox <laughs> and fortnite yep and he doesn't do any of those three things. And he tries to have conversations about other things. And they look at him like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> He's like, I can't relate to these people at all.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And I think that's going to happen more and more. But yeah, it's it's interesting how much of that generation lives online and how much of that culture is forming online. But correspondence
0: is changing correspondence is changing this has been a lengthy correspondence it
1: has it has surprisingly
0: but now that i have to go run to
1: the dentist yeah thanks for listening and until next time